Hello and welcome back to the Trucking Driver podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since we've had a regular episode. I'm Dougie Rankin and I'm back once more with... The Renegade Master. Oh no, Chris Madison. Hi. How are you? I'm I'm Mm. very well, thanks. We're recording this on the 1st of September, um, which is a Tuesday morning because you're off work this week. You've taken some holiday. That's a shocker. (laughs) Ain't the first time this year, is it not? I'm happy. I'm high on life. I haven't had any time off since I went back in January because of all this COVID nonsense. I didn't want to take any time off and lose my place, so to speak. So we've just kept going. But got to the point where I was going to have a, I was going to end up in a nut house. Mm, you, so here we are. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a bit of rocking and dribbling of an evening, so I thought, Do you know what? Let's have a, let's have a week off. Do you want to start off our route? Do you want a good rumour? It's doing the rounds. Ah, like a good rumour. Yeah, you know that Scania 770 that was posted on the internet Aye. and people were like, is it real, is it maybe? Well, I've heard from somebody through somebody else that that's legit, that they're actually Ooh, going, that they're going ahead with that and there's apparently a load more torque and I don't know if that torque is across the whole V8 range. But I just saw this morning mm. as well, there was a picture on Facebook on, I think David Henning had posted a picture of it. It was... um. A 770, somebody had put some masking tape over the badge, so obviously somebody's ripped it off and it says 770S under it. But apparently that is a thing, and we're going to have those appearing at some point. Well, that'll be nice and cheap, I imagine. Mm, just what everybody wants, ah. it, wants at this time, you yeah. know. That's I it, could more just sell a house and have that. And then, yeah, well, Vol- Sorry. It's a strange number to go for if you're going to pick out any numbers because Volvo are just going to go hee-hee-hee and do an 800. And yeah. you're not going to see any of the amount of torque in those trucks um, anywhere in, like, the bottom 10 gears because it will blow the transmission. You'd be as well just having a 650. <laughs> but there you go. That's a new marketing thing. There's also been... If anybody cares, apparently Iveco have sold 200 new S-Ways on pre-order into the UK. Still still no sign of when I'm actually going to get to drive an S-Way, because I'm supposed to be doing a lot of promotion for them in an upcoming issue, but apparently 200 of them have been sold, which Iveco must be quite pleased about. Aye, they will be. They're going to sell, aren't they, really, because they're not expensive. I mean, we've got a price for that one that's been floating around. UK that's uh, been at Gainsborough for, uh, sorry, at Brig for a while, and it's it's not a lot of money. I think it was 76 grand in that spec. Oh. So, you know, oh. you can get two of those for the price of a 650. I would imagine uh, there'll be some good deals to be had on them. You know, mm. the, the, if they standardise on the 510, then they'll probably do, right. all, do all right. But I don't know who's got, well, I know that somebody has sent me pictures of a livery, but I've not to tell anybody. I know that a local hollier to me is getting some of them, um, I believe. Yeah. But no, there you go. The new trucks filtering in because I went out and drove the new MAN the other week at um, Falkirk. I got a little test drive in that, and that's really good. That's um, well, get your hands on one of them for a shot of just because it's such a huge leap forward from the old one. The interior and that's like a Volkswagen car now. It's shot the quality right the way, right the way up. I've got it in fact. And being the owner of a Volkswagen car that I hate, that's not a good selling point. Well, in terms of build quality and plastics and things, it's quite impressive compared to the old MAN, which was definitely getting quite old-fashioned, well, even though it was spacious inside. These are actually really nice. Uh, and it drove... The only good thing about ours is the engine. Everything else is just glued round it and mm. it falls off periodically. Yeah. It's an awful car. Bloody awful car. 
What is it? It's the last Volkswagen we'll ever have. It's a Turan. Yeah. Uh, Turan match. It's a fancy affair, but it's just rubbish. No. no, so, no. Um, I thought Volkswagen oh, really? was I thought Volkswagen was a mark, so of, a mark of quality. So did I. That's why we bought it unseen. We just rang Perry's and said, we'll have that black one, please, mister. And we fetched it and it's been an abortion. Oh, so that's the last one of those. Love. And we didn't even get that little bit of excitement, you know, when the emissions thing came out. And everybody's like, ooh, check here to see if you've been missold. Ours isn't. It's not. So uh, we didn't even get oh, a little pants. bit of giddiness there. Oh. Well, anyway, the new mm, MEN's anyway. nice. I've got a video stitched together on it, but... I've been on one of yes. uh, I've got that to go online. The new magazine came out on Friday. I don't have my copy yet either, thanks to our wonderful Ditto. subscription service. Yeah. I'll have to check yeah. that out. I didn't get today. one at all last month. Did you not? I'll send you one. No, I got one month before. I didn't get one last month. I had to go out and buy it, which is deeply ironic. Mm, um, and they do appear, you know, I've mentioned before, they've disappeared from the newsstands. Mm-hmm. They're still not on the newsstands. What about... Well, Ulspit, again, don't have any this month or last month. Um, Donny Services, Ferry Bridge, any of those places don't seem to have them either. There's just, I haven't seen a truck and driver on my travels for sale anywhere apart from um, Coney Garth at Leeming Bar. Mm, I've just jotted them down now. I'm going to go and check that out. That's alarming. There doesn't appear to be any... You know, getting out anywhere. The help we can get, because uh, that's a good, it's a good issue that one that's come out. Well, I've got the convoy Mac in it. Which mm. I was supposed to do a whole convoy special, which involved going to meet Sam Peckinpah, yeah. the director of the film's biographer, Mike Siegel, who's German, lives in Stuttgart. Yeah. I was supposed to go for a long weekend there because he's got a load of unseen material from the film, and we're going to do a whole special one off magazine on it, but that got coronavirus along with everything else. So I just decided it was time to run the truck, but I'll return to that convoy thing in a later date because right. I've only got. I'm working on the November issue now. I've allocated you a bit of space in that one. You've got two pages if you want it. You sent me some pictures of that lovely fleet spec daff. Um, And just whatever else you've been up to. Write a bit about your holidays. I could write about the bathroom. You could do. You could put a bit in about the bathroom. That's been a nightmare. So a complete new floorboarding job, overboarded with plywood, um, all the black lime mortar off, lats, nails, off everything out about 65 25 kilogram bags worth out of an eight by eight bathroom so i can't wait for this bill when this lands i just can't wait uh, but you did get did manage to get somebody to actually do it um yeah he, he, yeah he's, he's some boy but he's um he's one of these that likes to get in at sort of eight o'clock in the morning and he's um packed up by two Mm-hmm. I think we could have done it in a week and a half. Anyway, no, he's, he's done a fine job. Um, we just struggled with supplies. You know, at Monday and things like plaster. You want to try getting a bag of plaster anywhere now? You can't. Really? Is there a national shortage of plaster, is there? Yeah, well, gypsum shut down. They did the ah, coronavirus thing and ran off screaming, so they stopped ah. production for a while. And then there's a massive backlog in orders for plaster. Mm. So... Your big teams, your Wimpies and uh, your McAlpines and that, uh, they forward ordered everything. So everything that comes in has gone. Um, fortunately, this guy, he's got a lock up and he had some plaster, so we didn't, you know, we didn't well, end up too badly off. But oh, that's good plaster, mm. um, bags of browning and bags of finish at times on eBay have been fetching 50 quid a bag. 50 quid a bag? That sounds like something yeah. else. <laughs> 
Well, aye, aye, a lot smaller bargain <laughs> available in Glasgow. Aye. So our bathroom job will be the end of us. It'll bankrupt me, I think, when that bill comes. But we're still waiting for a towel rail, a heated towel rail, so I can get a floor down. But everything else is in, so the kids can have a wash now. We don't have to do it in the river. <laughs> yeah, oh, which, thank goodness, you know, because it's September uh-huh. now, it's getting a bit colder. I also want to mention there's a petition online as well, which was started by Morton Cullimore, which is basically to get the government to start taking notice of when they build these super hubs. You see them all at the side of the motorway now, and they've built them, and you know, it's like pastel shade cladding on them, these enormous hubs. Mm. And they're basically saying if you build these, then you have to put truck parking in them. You have to provide facilities for the drivers. And there's a petition yeah. online which I would implore everybody to go and look up and sign because I'm going to promote it in Truck and Driver out of it. They need 10,000 signatures to begin with and then 100,000. And you would think it would be easy to get 100,000 signatures for a petition considering the amount of truck drivers there are. But it's kind of slow going. And if they get to 100,000, then they've got to debate it in Parliament. And more and more of these bloody super things are getting built. There's one of them at the side of the... There's one of them at the side of the A1M, there's one of them further down the M1, and there's one of them at the M6 at Haydock that have all popped up recently. Mm. And then you had like things like Amazon Dunfermline that got built, and they made no yeah. provision for trucks while also making guys wait for six or seven hours. So there's trucks parked all around industrial estates, no facilities, yeah. and they wonder why the place stinks of piss. And I said, well... You, you absolutely have to be able to... If you're going to get the permission to build these things, you need to be able to provide for the drivers. So uh, you've got to start somewhere, and that position's a, a starting point. So, you know, that's... I would implore everybody right. to go and look that up and sign it, please. We'll find you a link if we can. Yeah, I'll, put, I'll actually put a link in this as well. Link, I'm going to write that down. Link. Because we know you're all burn idle, or webbed-fingered, or both. So we'll, uh, we'll find you a link. <laughs> you won't get that with... Trucking magazine, would you? No. I don't know, I don't need no, anything, anything much. They, they wouldn't do that for you, would they? No. No. Phil Barton. <clears throat> that was a free mm-hmm. Volvo photograph, that, to be fair. What, what I found is, like, some of the PR departments of the truck manufacturers got furloughed and disappeared, and they're just starting to come back now and things, but Volvo have been pretty active throughout. MAN are back now. We've been getting press releases yeah. from Mercedes-Benz. Scania... Not heard from anybody from them. I don't know when they're due back. Renault are just starting back. Um, still waiting to hear about my Veco. It's all a bit, bit weird that there's still people on furlough and they're going to be on furlough right until the end of this month. Scania have kept a lot of sales staff out on furlough as well. They've started mm-hmm. bringing them back. It's a guy that I'm dealing with currently in South mm-hmm. Wales, Di Evans. He's only just been back in a couple of weeks or more. He's been at home for mm. months and anyway he's back now so I think Scania aren't that bothered are they because Scania's like a big snowball it just it gets bigger and bigger as it rolls down the hill so it's like a self self-fulfilling uh, prophecy so they mean, don't have uh, to push in fact I need to go I've got I've got five pages on that R500 manual in the next issue that I spent a couple of days in and I only got no. I decided to do the write-up I was going to do a video on it but I got that soaked the days that I drove it it was that Horrid and you enjoyed it that much. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah, it was. A, I might as well have jumped in the river by the end of the day, but I need to actually get there. But I'm just getting motivated again because I've become like bipolar, manic, manic throughout the whole months of the year. I've got I've gone from being really productive and doing making my own YouTube channel and fixing loads of cars and doing stuff to mm-hmm. sitting staring at the walls and crashing into borderline um, alcoholism and things and now I'm feeling back and feeling better again and hopefully 
Yeah, he's like a giddy lamb yeah, now. I can see. It's been I can like see dealing the, with Doctor Death. I can see the wing because I took the front wing off the Foden that we talked about a few episodes ago. Aye. And like everything else that I've done, I've done like half a job during lockdown, and it's got. Aye. I've now got it sitting in the back garden, and it's had two coats of um, Vauxhall Power Red with a nice coat of lacquer on the top. And now I need to go and get that fitted on the truck. And Archie Johnston, who's Leyland Constructors on my show, kindly said I could use his trade plates in his test trailer so I can get some heat into the bloody thing and get the brake discs all cleaned off and get it down mm. for an MOT, which is... which oh, is what? An MOT. M-M-M-M-T. What is this MOT of which you speak? It's apparently... It's apparently oh. some sort of t- annual test which trucks are allocated, annual yes. Annual test. test. Yes, or in your case, biannual. You're in a lot with MOT. Uh, MOTs, I think, are going to get to be the new battlefield of attrition between operators, garages and DVSA. It's all starting to rev up. They're all slagging each other off well, in commercial motor, aren't they? Well, they were talking about letting garages start doing MOTs because yeah. the DVSA have been so useless. They bloody need to. I don't see, I don't, don't I don't see why not. Why can't the, the Scania or the Daft dealer go in and do an MOT to the same standards? It's their neck that's on the line. If they've got a licence to yeah. do an MOT, because the DVSA clearly haven't given one shit about any of this, they don't through, give a monkey's toss now. They don't care, but then again, they're at the side of the road go, pulling people left, right, centre, you know, BTEC and Todd Hills have been... BTOC has got more staff in there than they've got, I think, probably working at Highbury when Arsenal you know, used to play at home. There's more bodies in uniform at BTOC most afternoons when I come trundling past than enough. You could um, probably have a rugby team. Ridiculous amount of assets and bodies in there. Um, so they must be making a fortune, otherwise they'd knock it on the bloody head, wouldn't they? But there's four galaxies operating out of B-Top most days now. Four. Ridiculous. I've heard they've been sitting on the old road as well, because you can come oh, off they it. Have you, sit on back road, yeah, yeah, come off it. They'll bring you all the way around. Right, right yeah. round it, aye, that, the, aye. They've got onto that. You're better off, you're better off just toodling down past services nice and steady, letting a few Argos wagons and the like get past you and then snuggling in and giving it the big, you know, convoy uh, routine. Best way, because they're not stupid. It's not about, oh, I'm frightened because I'm dodgy or, you know, my tyres are bald. It's, I'm frightened because you're going to pull five of us and we're going to be in there for an hour and a half where you tiptoe through, which is what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll pull a load and you'll just sit there and watch while they do three pulls and a Romanian. Then it's your turn, but then it's time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. The whole system's crap. It's ridiculous. So there. That's my yeah, so, yeah, take that. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, they, they, they didn't go and sort all that mm. sort all that out urgently, but they like won't, you know, bloody government agency. So I'm hoping that at some point I'll be able to get the food and MOT. I'm putting it into Davy Sibyl to put the front brake discs on it that I got that I pick, right. that I'd picked up, and I'll give it a. I'll probably need a new air dryer on it because it's just been sitting for a long time, and mm. uh, just I mean it shouldn't really need anything else. And then I'll make the decision. I'm probably going to sell it, seeing as I've done nothing with it. Um, yeah. But I'll have to watch what to do with my tax liability and things because the Scottish government will be up for having most of the money off me for that because, right. and that's not happening. I'll have to go and change my address to somewhere in England. <clears throat> I should be admitting <laughs> that in the podcast. <laughs> you come and live in it. Our special gimp cupboard. Your gimp cupboard, your caravan. I was not had anybody in the gimp cupboard for a while. So in you go, pop you in there. See the night watchman. <laughs> You'd probably get a, a reasonable tax break if you said the uh, night watchman down at the yard. 
<laughs> you just need whiskey breath and a mangy old dog and a stick and a torch, and you can come out and shout at people. No, I'm, all, right. I'm off the I'm off the drink. I'm trying to like get back to normality. I went for a run yesterday, um, which was all right because I was um, I hadn't been out and done any exercise for ages, and that was fine. So I'm starting. To, mm. I need to get back to normality and start seeing friends and be sociable and stuff. Because I did ten thousand miles in one of my cars the first two and a half months of the year. I was non-stop. And now I'm like, I don't go anywhere. And it's like, ugh. you end up, it's, yeah. it's been weird. Because I didn't go to a party on the pitch and then there was... Um, yeah, we spotted that. Yeah. No, I was, I was um, where was I? I don't know, when was that? That was a week before Denmark. I was a bit in a funny place there. And the convoy was a week after, but it wasn't. The truck racing was on there. Uh, truck fest went ahead. Um, I didn't go that either because I just needed the weekend to myself and I felt better for just having that. Well, it seemed to go look all right, but nothing's, yeah, nothing's, nothing's like normal, you know? It's uh, Normal. Nothing, uh, nothing's... It would have been. I'm going on a photo shoot. I've got two photo shoots booked this weekend because I need to get a load of trucks in the magazine because I've got my December issue, which is the V8 special, which I've got to start work on in about three weeks. And then I've got the Christmas issue, unbelievably, which is 132 pages instead of 100. <clears throat> and it's got loads Jingle of... bollocks. It's got loads of prizes in it. We're leaving it on sale for the rest of the year. We would normally have an issue come out a week before Christmas. Um, but we're not going to bother with that. We're going to leave this one on sale for an extra week and then just start anew in the new year because this one's got so much extra stuff in it. So I've got quite a lot if of If only anybody do. could find one. If only they could find one. There's a point. Mm. And I've got the Truck and Driver Awards to sort out. The deadline for that was today, and I was we're going through. If the, if things yeah, were not, if things were normal, the Truck and Driver Awards, you would have had a manufacturer sponsoring it, and you could have gone in to visit the factory in Sweden or Germany, and it would have been amazing. But as it stands, nobody's got any money. So what you get is a trophy delivered by me and a feature in the magazine. Wahey! So I've just Ooh. been going. I've just been. There are some really worthy winners. And amongst all of that, so I've gone and picked them out. I still need to find a truck of the year. You know, who's built the best truck of 2020? Uh, yeah, yeah. mm. Well, I was going to give the Ford... Oh. There's no European truck of the year this year, so I was going to suggest it was a 2002 Ford and Alpha to go and right a great wrong, seeing as it was never awarded at the time, unbelievably. Bastards. Yeah, well, it's their loss. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just reading my list. You did go to a party on the pitch. We're talking about maybe doing something else this year. I do need to mention Ruben had got in touch about his convoy truck shows, so I'd better give that a mention because like, there is a couple of events happening in September. Is it September the uh, uh, 19th right. and 20th? There's an event on. Yeah. Uh, it's bit... at Squires Bikers Cafe in Sherburn. Oh, you know, good. Hmm. And I think up to press, I've got about 250 going, so it's going to be quite big. Oh, that is good, yeah. Supporting the Bradley Lowry Foundation Make-A-Wish charity, 16th, 17th and 18th of October 2020, Squires Cafe, Newthorpe, Leeds, charity convoy and truck show. There we go, show vehicle, 20 quid, including caravan and tent. Hopefully that's going to be all, all good to go. And there's an upcoming event this Sunday, Cash for Kids Convoy Truck Gathering at Whitwood Truck Stop. Yeah. That's another event. That's Sunday, that being Sunday the Sixth, 6th of September. Is yes. Yeah. There's that no, event. I'm not. So there is a few there's a, there's a few things sort of uh, 
sort of happening out there. So that'll be good. There's, these are charity events as well, so you can easily go and check them out on Facebook. Cash for Kids, Convoy Truck Gathering, Normanton Hull, and the other one was the Truck Gathering at the, where was it, Squires Cafe? Yeah, Squires Bikers Cafe, where mm. all the motorbike chaps go on a weekend. It's, um, yeah, yeah, it's topside of Sherbourne in Elmer to Leeds, not far off A1, easy to get to, good facilities, and you won't get stuck up to your steps. Happy days. Which is always a bonus in uh, in the middle of winter if you can have a truck show, I think, don't you? It is. Absolutely. Well, not... there's Truck Fest Scotland's supposed to be on as well, but I'm not sure about that because with the, there are infection rates rising in Scotland and, well, the, the, the Scottish government would only let 200 people into Knock Hill for the touring car racing, which is a 200-acre site, and they would only allow 200 spectators. Uh, they allowed 700 rugby spectators into Murrayfield, but, you know... But that is a uh, truck fest. Scotland's supposed to be on and in October, but whether or not it, it is, you know, whether or not the government's going to allow it to go ahead, I don't know. The weather in October at truck fest Scotland could be the same as it was in August. You know, mm-hmm. very rainy. It might, it might be fourteen degrees and dry, which would be fine. You know, you just I don't, don't think know. I'll be going. I'm, I was going to go to Devon, but I don't think I'm going to that. Well, that's another one that's on. There's Devon Truck Show, right. which is on twelfth and thirteenth of September. We won. We won best old basket case or best senior something or other, I think, because they had it online in um, in lockdown and, and we won that. No. We voted Gertrude was best something. Anyway, I said I'd go down and we're going to go down, but I have recently lost all my urge to go to shows this year. Just don't want to go. And it's not because I'm staying safe or any of that crap. It's because the wagon looks like a full-weight scrapper. I've got bits of silver paint coming off all over. Stone chips have turned into massive, flappy bits of paint. And um, because Phil Barton's commandeered my paint shop in uh, Rotherham for the past 300 years, having his new Super Duper Volvo done, um, Brian is now that far behind. He won't take her in for a full paint till the new year. Mm. So if anybody on here fancies patching in extremely naughty, glittery silver stuff, let me know, because nobody seems to be interested in doing bits, because obviously they've got to get them to match all the surrounding bits. But the final nail in the truck fest coffin for Madison's was when that massive fucking pigeon went and stuck its head through my sun visor last week in Stockport. I did not even know Thus, about that. Oh, she was a belter. She was about two pounders, like a haggis being thrown at me off a bridge. It was massive, and I saw <laughs> it coming. And you know when you're watching like a Lancaster bomber? Yeah. And it's... It's just trying to it's just trying to launch and you think, Go on, up your bugger, up. Yep. And it, it came from Central Reservation at Stockport by Pyramid and it set off and I saw it and I you know, once we'd got eye contact me and this pigeon, I thought, Oh fuck. And anyway, it came and it didn't and it, it got up to wiper height, about five foot out, and it it, it's, it pulled back on his stick. And he climbed, bless him, but that was it. Managed to stick himself right through the sun visor, not just crack it. Punched a hole through with his face. Ah. Got wedged between visor and lights, and then all his innards came out of his eyes. It was a right state. And I, obviously, I'm on motorway, and I'm coming back to Barnes. I had to drive back to Barnes with a carcass down. Feathers everywhere. Oh. Aye. So the visor's knackered, and it's and it's painted. So, um, Pants. Yeah. I'm just... Well, I've just been on with Uncle... Uh, I'm not saying it really. Oh, look, it's free advertising. I've been on with McCallum's anyway because I wanted a deep visor. I thought, you know, sod it, I'll have a deep visor this time. So mm-hmm. he's got one, or he can get one still for Euro 3 cab. However, same problem. 
at the painty people can't do anything really mm. for ages. So I'm screwed. Damn it. So the old girl looks like she's ready for export currently. So if anybody wants to buy her, do get in touch. Because mm. I'm in the mood. Mm. I'm in the mood. Bloody and if the finance man says yes for this Scania... What Scania is it this time? Like, this time. Have you heard it? It's like I'm a serial... Well, well you've, gi- you've given great contemplation to an early... Well, a, a Euro 6, an old shape, R450. And you've given consideration yeah. to an R580, and possibly an S450, and maybe even an S500. And I've I keep said, getting right up to pushing the button. And I've said, go, yeah, and try, go and try the R500 manual because you're that way inclined just to go and see mm. what you think of it. Because well, I like a stick in there. I had to have a stick in my hand. Yeah, exactly. And I, mm. I was really impressed with that one that I, that I drove. Um, but they're well, obviously quite, they're quite hard to okay. come by. Could the Scania dealer guy find you one? I will admit then that I am quite flaky when it comes to selling the old lass. However, this time... We've got further. We've actually got to the point now where I've emailed last year's accounts and mm-hmm. the bank statements over to the finance chap. Mm-hmm. Never been anywhere that close before. So if the finance man can see through the mystery of our accounts and says, yeah, go on then, I may well do it this time. I'm that close. What is it? Just a Scania in general? Whatever. It's an S450. Right. It's an S cab, 450, mm. big cab, mm-hmm. small engine, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, it's a nice thing. It's three-year-old. It's been on contract with a team in South Wales. Well, the thing about them it's, is it's a fuel economy, isn't it? You're, 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 exactly. you're supposed to, you should see two, two and a half miles a gallon out that. Mm. Well, the 450s are better than 500s on fuel, as they, you know, they lead you to believe. Um, mm-hmm. That 500 that I drove like an idiot still did nearly 10. Yeah. So if I can get 10 plus out of that, the difference in diesel for me from where we are now to where we'll be with that will be 23 mm-hmm. grand a year at current prices, which mm-hmm. is a hell of a lot of money, is. which is better spent on um, on finance. It is. You, can, you, can always, you can always ping the badge off the front if you want. You could always go and send it away and get it remapped if it wasn't doing quite what you th- felt it should mm-hmm. be doing, but I would imagine it'll be fine. They're 2,300 newton metres of torque, those engines, I think, off the top of my yeah. head, which yeah. is... Which isn't bad at all, you know. The laughing, you know, I can hear the laughing already in the distance of the finance office this morning when they're just thumbing through my account. So we'll see. But you see, I have a problem in so much as normal years, I like to have time off. Mm-hmm. Well, I think like might be putting it a bit strongly, but I'm forced to have time off to go and do nice things with kids and caravans and stuff. But um, when you've got something that's been paid for for 15 years sitting in the yard it's only insurance and tax disc in the window mm-hmm. figuratively that's ticking by isn't it because I'm not burning diesel I'm not, I'm, it's not costing me anything for it to be there but you mm. know with finance ticking away at 1500 quid a month or whatever mm. all those weeks you're off you're thinking god I've just spent 1500 quid there mm-hmm. and then it's, it's the well you could put a man on it for a week but I've only ever put one bloke in Gertie for one day and that was enough to put me off for life so all these lads that I started with like Mr Higgins and the rest that have gone from 1 to 20 and mm-hmm. beyond I could come and drive I could come and drive for you and go and get a demonstrator unit so I didn't even have to drive your truck depending on when you went off mm, yeah you could do then I wouldn't have, and it wouldn't, I it wouldn't matter so much if it was an S450 anyway I would be highly dubious about driving the Foden because you've driven it for all those years 
and I would go and drive it slightly different and the clutch wouldn't like it and then that would be my fault yeah. <laughs> we've spoken about that before trucks that know I think we might have spoken yeah. about that in the last podcast trucks that run yeah. reliably for 2 million kilometres and somebody else drives it in an ex- grenade because it's, it's not used it's to it's exactly right you know they get used to it muscle, good, muscle memory I was supposed to have that mirror cam actress at the start of August and it was booked in for a bad date because it was the date directly prior to me going to Denmark anyway so I couldn't really work it out like that but I looked at the diary and I'm thinking when can I get the thing booked back in again and what am I going to do as well because that last week I, week I did with the daff and the curtain siders was a bit um, I, I could do without doing 20 straps on a load of egg or chipboard several times a week I fancy doing uh, maybe going and doing a bit of fridge stuff or something so I can enjoy some RDCs I'm not on the basis of mixing it up a bit so I've not decided yet what I'll, what I, what I'll do what I'll do next but I need to do I need to do it on the quiet weeks in Truck and Driver because I've got two quiet weeks and then two busy weeks where the thing actually um, the the magazine's all put together so aye, I'll have to have a think about that because I've got to get that S-way factored into things as well when that comes because that's a big priority um, if they actually get me one, you know, Iveco being Ive- Iveco, they're going to have facelifted the truck in left-hand drive form before we get it in right-hand drive. All right. Well, you can come and do a week anytime you want, really, if you give me a bit of notice. October half-term, we might have a week off and go off and do some family-ish. I don't know. But anyway, um, you've got to have an induction at Scunny, which is awesome. You'd love watching that video for half an hour and pushing buttons. You'd just love that. Surrounded by flip-flops. It's it's a marvellous experience. Because you have to be inducted to know how to put 16 straps on a load of coil. Because, obviously, you'd not work it out for yourself. Mm. Well, that's, that's four it, straps less than we've got to put in the bloody egg or chipboard. And the crucial bit on the patronising video is, this is a train. Trains have got right-of-way. Because they weigh 10,000 tonne, you know, fair enough. You must always give way to trains. Oh, really? I'd just obviously nip across in front of it if you hadn't said that. Well, I'm glad I, I'm glad I stopped by to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's a guy called Mike or something. He's got the, hi, I'm Mike, and I'm here to tell you about the British Steel safety procedures. <laughs> I think Mike used to do voiceover for Barrett Houses in the 70s when that helicopter used to come in. <laughs> I assume you had houses built in the 70s up there, did you? Houses? Uh, the Barrett Houses. Yes. Barrett? Yeah. Barrett Houses. Yeah, I think most Barrett Houses fell over mid-80s, so you might not have come across any They still get Barrett, Barrett Houses, I don't know. No, I just throw them up. You used to get... You can see, anywhere they build houses now here, they go and ram them in all as close together so you can just get your bin down beside the houses. They're not nice, the housing estates. Like in, in the 80s, they'd build detached, semi-detached bungalows, all different sort of shapes and sizes with nice gardens and everything. But now it's like maximising the yield and the houses don't... <laughs> they've built a load of them down, yeah. down one of the roads down towards where the Five Sisters, the old shale bings are in West Calder. And they don't look nice because they're all rammed in that close together. I wish it would, you know, for the sake of getting a couple of extra houses in there, they could go and like make it a little bit more spacious. And the the garages plainly aren't designed for cars anymore. They're just designed for crap storage because we went to look at one in Netherton near Melton, near David Brown's old factory, in a lovely valley. These houses are way, way Mm -hmm. above our price range, but we were bored, so we went to have a look at the show show house. 400 grand, this thing, on a cul-de-sac. 
lovely house, great, you know. Wow, man, went in garage. You couldn't get out of you could not get out of a car in there. If you, you know, if you went in, designed, you were staying in. Designed for like a Nova. Or you'd have to climb out of the back. No, no chance. And you're thinking, I've just paid nearly half a million quid for this, and I can't get me jagging garage. Mm. What are they thinking, really? What are they thinking? It wasn't even big enough to make it into a gym unless you're a really idle bastard and you just want a bench to lie on, perhaps. <laughs> Old is best when it comes to hoosers, I think. Old is best. Uh, well, I need but to then, I painted my hallway at the weekend because I got slightly started to get motivated to do stuff again. So I painted the hall, which is now white, which is good. I need to get my glazing redone because hopefully one day I want to keep this house and rent it out and go and buy, yeah. buy a house somewhere else with the good lady. But I need to go and do a bit of work on this one, this one first. Hmm. But I, I can imagine in there if they come in with CSI torch, there'd be some severe arterial splatter on those walls, wouldn't there? In my house, hmm. I wouldn't have thought so. No, no, mainly nicotine staining on the ceiling. I noticed how yellow it was. So I painted that. I took like three coats of white emulsion. I had to go around and sort out various other bits so I can rent it out because it would be quite a desirable little house to rent out this. In the future, oh, that's my plan. Sorry, I misunderstood. You must have done most of the hooker murders in the unit, then, not at home. Mm. Oh. He's gone quiet there, listen. <laughs> you heard it here first. Most decent murders of the last thirty or forty years have turned I'll out to be truckers or involved no. in haulage. So you heard it here first. I tell, tell you, I feel, tell you, I feel sorry for. Over the course of time, I've accumulated a few female truck drivers on my Facebook page, and I really feel sorry for them and the the messages that they receive from men. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How do uh, yeah. you know? It's a, a, there needs to be a guide to like, are you a lorry lorry driver dating and etiquette on Facebook? Because bloody hell, <laughs> some of the yeah, I know a couple. Some of the stuff like you who <laughs> get some appalling private messages uh, here's a tip if you're thinking about sending some private messages to like female drivers on Facebook don't don't <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you're, yeah exactly uh, don't. you know un, you know yeah messages that were, were never asked for uh, bizarre I'm like that mm. your success rate must yeah. be bordering around somewhere around you know zero with that, with that yeah. sort of stuff uh. yes boys here is the guide to pull in that driver Flash and wave in a nice fashion as often as you can. And if she wants to say hello, she will find you on Facebook and she will say hello. Otherwise, you are a psychopathic stalker. Or at least you look like one. So back off. Oh, the end. Bizarre. Mm. Oh, yeah. Truck driver. Truck driver dating. There they are. What do you think? Anything else to add to anything? Any other business? Um, there's nothing overly exciting, only that motor service areas are still doing their periodic free coffees from Costa for truck drivers. It's just they're not telling anybody. Oh, right. So. Um, but they're doing it once a month. There's still free coffees for us idiots once a month. That's about all there is for us now, I think, That's generally. Good. I haven't had any real complaints um, about toilets or anything for a while, although I know that some of it's nope. some of it's still going on. And uh, should we perhaps retrospectively mention which church? Which church with the truck show? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Seen as 
Yes, but well, you mentioned that a bit last week, but we can go and mention this. You can remember last week. I, well, wow. a couple of weeks ago when you were sitting in the truck stop, I don't, you know, it wasn't yeah. really... It, it sounds like we're coming in on a World War Two radio from a battlefield. Um, okay, yeah, so you, were, you did go to party on the pitch, which was on the 8th and the 9th of August at Whitchurch Rugby Club. How did you get on with that? It was. It was. And I have to say, when we landed on Friday night, I was a bit reticent, thinking, God, this is going to be a bit grim, I think, because... Not many people have been talking about it beforehand, saying they were going, etc. But as we came down off the bypass into Whitchurch and turned up, it felt, for the first time since all this nonsense kicked off, just a bit normal. A field full of trucks and people doing things on a Friday night when it was sunny. It was pretty good. We landed. There was no nonsense on the gate, none of this, put your mask on, wash your hands, any of that. Just They took you to park found our team, packed up with the Ferns from Barnsley and Gary, and it was basically well-run, well-attended, obviously lacking in a bit of your usual truck show paraphernalia, i.e. stalls and the rest of it. There wasn't a great deal. Chrome was there. Um, main ring entertainment, you know, sort of motorbike display teams and the rest of it wasn't there that weekend. But we did, on Saturday night, have Paul Kelly, Marty Moon's opposite number, if you like. He was performing on Saturday night, which was good. The rugby club bar was open, which, again, was good. Um, a smattering of catering. You know, your br- sort of breakfast wagon, your t- fancy coffees, your uh, Cornish pasty type stuff. It was pretty good weather, all, all things considered. Um, it was well laid out. It's well drained. It was, you know, it was... Stuart and his team did as good a job as they could do, I think, with their arms tied firmly behind the back. And I would recommend going next year if next year's normal. I'm sure it to will be. Surely to just how good it is. Surely it's going to be. It's good to see a few faces. Yeah. Chris Bradford was over in his uh, rather sexy Volvo. Um, Philip Judge had a really well turned out Scania wagon and drag with fitted sheets over the straw, which was sexy as. Uh, Roscoe Howie's T-cab was down which is always a pleasure to see Um, Andy Travis finally finished his uh, Scania refurb and it was just a a really chilled out steady weekend and unfortunately I had to get off on Sunday morning to get up and uh, Sam into that bathroom Mm -hmm. but I would have stayed I think till the death on Sunday otherwise it was just that good to be out Mm -hmm. and have a you know, have a smell of normal. There were portaloos everywhere, plainly, and they were well serviced, really well maintained. There must have been like you know the midnight toilet people creeping about, you know, as we slept because everything was spotless. Showers were clean. Uh, there were sanitizer stations dropped here and there. You know, there was nothing at all to think. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a bit dodgy. Mm-hmm. So hats off to Stuart and Show Motions. It was a really good weekend, and no. I'm not getting a backhander, and no, I didn't win anything. So right. there you go. That means it's good genuine. Deal. No, congratulations on getting that. I just didn't fancy truck fest off the ground. No, like I said, no. I mean, neither did I. But I'm just like trying to drag myself back into normality through all mm. the very weird months of lockdown and. Um, well, even I know that we're not technically in lockdown anymore. Just coronavirus, you know. So I'm gonna start looking forward in September and see what I can get booked in regards photo shoots and keep keep trucking driver uh, filled up towards the end of the year thank you everybody who's supporting the podcast as well which continues to grow 
you know. Thanks for that. We've accumulated quite a nice cult following. Please tell your truck driving friends. We've got a few people who've binge listened to it now, who've like discovered it in the last few sort of weeks, and they've gone through like all episodes. And that must warp your brain listening to us for like twenty four hours solid. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> Uh, you know, I get a lot of messages, as you know. You know, I get a lot of people saying, "Where are you? What are you on with? What's happening? What's happening?" And uh, you know, it's appreciated that you listen to this drivel. Yeah. Um, well, we're about it's like the, a therapy the, session. This is normal. You know, this is like a therapy now, session yeah. for me and him, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. This is normal. Ser- this is normal service resumed, as far as I'm aware, for the next few weeks. Your bathroom's fixed. Um, I'm not going anywhere very much in things, so we should be. Uh, we should be back to something approaching normality. Although this podcast did start at the start of 2020 and then run headlong into all the corona stuff, it wasn't exactly what I had planned for it this year. <laughs> no, no, it, it would have been a good year. You know, Tipex would have been a That's fantastic weekend. Tipex is a that was a painful one for that. That was one of the first mm-hmm. ones to go. Um, I was due to go to Tipex on the Saturday afternoon I was due to fly out to Manchester to go to Aarhus to go to our 40th birthday party as well that would have been like one of the most amazing weekends of the year to have the Thursday, Friday, Saturday there and all the awards and everything and it didn't it got coroned in everything um, and so on and so forth so um. and this stereotypical Scotsman actually offered to take us out on Friday night in Harrogate at Tipex and feed us it was going to. It was actually going to pay as well, so I'm fairly sure that when all this comes out with the inquiries in the next few years, that he had something to do with coronavirus being started. Absolutely not. Watch out for that. Mm. Absolutely not. You know what I, what I had lined up for this year and where it should have taken me as to where I am now. I most mm. certainly did not have anything to do with coronavirus. <laughs> If anybody works at eBay and they've got any records of any bats or bat products being shipped into West Calder in January this year, do let me know. I would be the last person to have done that. I hate looking at my truck and driver wall planner and I just see my April holidays and then I see there's like Tipex, April, the long weekend we're supposed to have in April. My sister's sister's hen do was supposed to be on and her... um, my brother-in-law's stag do that got canned and then yes everything everything just got binned we'll all be like lunatics next year if we're all let off the lead won't we everybody will do everything twice as hard twice as fast twice as naughty next year it'd be great so we'll all be ruined by the end of next year but hey ho um, and if all the anti, you know, the anti-vaxxers and the rest of it can just shush, and we can all get jabbed sometime around Christmas time, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Let's get on with it. Let's get back to normal, because yeah, that's it. My good, fr- you know, I've got a good mate in Lincolnshire called Jeff, who uh, is an old boy now, He's getting on. He wants to get a few years more trucking out of uh, out of the way, but convinced that time is marching on and far too old. However, keep smiling, Jeff. You'll get a jab soon. I promise. Good. There you go. That's my first shout out. Like yeah, that? that's good. I, that's a, that's all I want. My three wishes mm. for the end of the year is for her ex-husband to get a girlfriend to keep him busy. I would like Joe mm. Biden to get elected in America because Ooh, he's his because left because he's he's literally not Donald Trump. Yeah, but <laughs> he's would, a lefty. I'd I would like, like a vaccine. I'd rather have extreme right than extreme. I don't. Right. I don't yeah, think. I'd like he, a vaccine too. I don't think he is in 
anywhere near extreme left. I think he's quite oh. centrist, really. I don't oh. think he's um, really. Bernie Sanders was a lefty, and they wouldn't have put him in. I think Biden's just quite dull. But we're going. We're jumping back across subjects. That's my three wishes oh. for the end of the year: girlfriend, Biden, vaccine. Mine. And the world will be a happier place. Stone, hair transplant. V8 scan you. Hair transplant. Hair transplant, weight loss, V8 scan you. I, I, I really suited my Barry Grant curly hair when I had it. I'll find yeah, you I liked, a I liked my Liam Gallagher hair day as well, back about 2003. I looked mm. fabulous. Mm. A picture of me at the Donny Car show. I'll dig you a picture out of me in full scouser mode. Hey, 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 hey you dissing our man. I'll, 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 well, I'll find a picture yeah. of me with hair as well. I'll find that for the next podcast. I'll go and add it to the pictures. I hate to go and find that now. And on that bizarre note, I'm finishing this off for the day. And I should have got all the way through catch up without next. any mention of hedgerow porn. Marvellous. Oh, well done, us. Yay. Yes. <laughs> right, I'll catch up <laughs> with you next week. Aye. Stay safe. Shut it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Truck and Driver podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To keep up to date with the latest news, 100% for drivers, visit truckanddriver.co.uk, where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck and Driver magazine, which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck and Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more, please visit soundrebel.co.uk. 